0: Welcome to my podcast. I'm the Laughing Philosopher. Life is complicated. You are complicated. Everything seems to have been figured out except how to live a happy life guided by wisdom and reason. What does it mean to be a good person? What is love? Who am I before I was told who I am? Why haven't I found myself yet? Why do I have regrets? Is this a just world? Almost from the moment of birth, we've been told how to behave, how to fit in, and how to fulfill other people's expectations. We grow to fear that we will lack importance or cease to exist in the lives of others if we think for ourselves and question the rules and roles that we've been told define us. Only when wisdom and reason removes this illusion can we live authentically in the world around us and become our real selves. Episode number 47. Do you have as much freedom as you want in your life? The Stoic philosopher Diogenes was eating a poor supper of bread and lentils. He was seen by his friend, the hedonist philosopher Aristippus, who enjoyed a comfortable life by flattering and kissing up to the king. If you learn to compliment and praise the king you wouldn't have to eat lentils, said Aristippus. Diogenes replied, if you learn to live on lentils, you wouldn't have to kiss up to the king. Is Diogenes free and Aristippus is not free? Are you free? Do you feel free? Free from what? Free for what? Freedom is one of those strange ideas that is easy to understand, but difficult to pin down and define just what it is. In the 1950s, Sir Isaiah Berlin, the British philosopher of ideas, Describe two types of freedom, positive and negative. Negative freedom is freedom from interference. And positive freedom is freedom that asks, not what we are free from, but what we are free to do. Negative freedom is the one that most people think of first. It is freedom from something. To be free of a physical object, such as incarceration in the walls of a school, a hospital, or a prison cell. To be free of a person, such as the unwanted attention of a boss or an ex-boyfriend. To be free of an obligation or responsibility such as the family tradition of working in the family business or the expectation to marry and start a family on one hand negative freedom is freedom from something external and outside of yourself on the other hand positive freedom is the freedom to do something To be free to choose how to live your life, to learn a new skill or to practice a religion. To be free to choose not to marry, not to start a family or not to take a job at the bottom of the corporate ladder and work up. Positive freedom means freedom to be true to yourself and to live your dreams and desires without needing anyone else's approval or permission. Diogenes is superior to Aristippus in negative freedom, but inferior to him in positive freedom. While Aristippus possesses more positive but less negative freedom than Diogenes. In life, in your life, positive and negative freedom compete for control and mastery. Kierkegaard said, people demand freedom of speech as a compensation for the freedom of thought, which they seldom use. Freedom is complicated and leads to inner stress and conflict. If you use positive freedom to choose a career as a physician, then you will be required to spend many years learning to master your chosen profession, and so you will lose negative freedom. In other words, school is a prison. If you choose chess as a hobby, then you will spend many hours studying, practicing, and playing. And so, you will sacrifice negative freedom. You will be a prisoner of chess. Society says if you want a crib, then you must get a ring. A woman cannot exercise her positive freedom to get a crib without getting a ring that diminishes her negative freedom. The positive freedom to choose to marry and start a family limits her negative freedom as her husband's and child's wants and needs now must take precedence. The positive choice of a wife or a husband restricts your negative freedom as you now must consider another person's opinion and do as he or she says. In other words, marriage and the family are a prison. Freedom is necessary to live a happy life, but so is structure. Yet positive and negative freedom are in conflict and for all practical purposes are irreconcilable. This is why it is impossible for everyone to agree on one set of rules that dictate the best way to live. Yet, common rules are necessary to establish and maintain order and organization, as opposed to disorder and disorganization. So, In order to achieve conformity and social order, without mutual agreement or consensus, coercion and compulsion become necessary. In other words, society is a prison. Other people's expectations are a prison. You are my prisoner and I am yours. You hold the key to my prison and I hold the key to yours. On one hand, gaining positive freedom leads to losing negative freedom. On the other hand, more negative freedom leads to less positive freedom diogenes dropped out he enjoyed maximum negative freedom he had no home he lived on the street in a discarded wine barrel he had no family no profession no job no wife and no children he never wrote a book He never ran for public office. He never had a student. He never joined a club. He was free, as completely disengaged from society as one can be. Diogenes had no obligations and no responsibilities to anybody but himself. However, Diogenes paid a high price for his negative freedom. He killed his positive freedom. He may be the king's ass kisser, but Aristippus has position, money, status, prestige, friends, influence, and fame. Relationships and commitments do diminish your negative freedom. However, there is so much more you can do with money than without it. Many of your dreams and desires just can't be fulfilled without money. Self-sufficiency is a fantasy One person cannot exist without two other people procreating. You have to be able to interact with others to get things done. Many of the things you want to achieve in life just cannot be accomplished without connectedness, without the support and encouragement of a network of friends and colleagues. Bridges will take you places. Walls can't. Status and influence are helpful and essential to overcome certain obstacles. The freedom to do something, despite the resistance of others, requires position power. Diogenes is a penniless, friendless hermit. Aristippus is a celebrity with powerful friends, money, and influence. Who then, possesses more freedom to live his dreams and fulfill his deepest desires? Aristippus or Diogenes? A nobody or a somebody? In life, in your life, The pendulum of freedom swings between two extreme desires. The desire for maximum freedom with maximum individuality, or in other words, the negative freedom of Diogenes. And the desire for maximum approval with maximum community, or in other words, the positive freedom of Aristippus. Once in your life, you preferred acceptance and stifling conformity at the expense of individuality. But time brings many changes and today you prefer full freedom of expression and individuality even at the expense of approval and popularity. Well, God is on your side. God prefers freedom with the risk of disorder rather than conformity without freedom. However, why did God give us a book of instructions that dictates how we should think feel, and live, and threaten eternal punishment if we don't obey and follow His rules. But I digress. So now, what are we to do with this, in your life, to possess both the negative freedom of Diogenes and the positive freedom of Aristippus? What is the best way of living? Choose your relationships. We forget that we have the power to accept or reject relationships. You have the power of walking away. You can't be friends with everyone. You only have one spouse. You only have one best friend, you only have one boss. So choose higher quality relationships that enhance your freedom, your negative freedom. A bad boss will make your life stressful and miserable and make you doubt your abilities and diminish your self-confidence. So choose a boss that supports and inspires you to improve your talents and skills. A bad husband or wife will make you feel insecure and insignificant. So choose a spouse that makes you feel attractive and desired. A partner that encourages you to be your best self and live a virtuous life. Bad friends will undermine and damage your self-esteem. So choose friends that respect you, nurture you, and make you feel optimistic about your life and yourself. What you can be, you deserve to be. So choose relationships that perceive you not as you are, but as the person you aspire to be. Sadly, most people just accept whatever relationships life throws at them, good and bad. But you don't have to accept everyone that life hands you. Not choosing is a choice, but a poor one. You have the power to choose relationships. So use it, but wisely. Conquer yourself. Don't let your emotions and passions overrule your wisdom and reason. You are so careful to consider every feature of an automobile before you buy it. Just as carefully consider a relationship before you accept it. Is it beneficial to your life and freedom? Bad relationships are the result of bad judgment. Don't lose the battle over yourself by being irrational. Accept only healthy relationships that help you to grow and feed your freedom from something to do something. Choose friends for quality over quantity. Good friends lead you to goodness. Good friends lead you to develop good habits. Good friends lead you to a rich, full life. Don't let yourself become a plaything. Of your emotions. Make your emotions a slave of reason. Conquer your passions with good sense. Reason out your relationships with sound judgment. Embrace your other half. Soulmates make you feel complete, as if you found your other half. Soulmates liberate you with the freedom to become a whole person. You find soulmates, not by searching, but by not searching. You can't discover them. Don't try. Just stop looking and your soulmates will find you. Soulmates just show up. In life, in your life, the social world is an assembly of strangers. Some strangers become friends. Some don't. Who are the strangers that will become friends? You just don't know. There is no friendship-detecting machine. You don't know if this or that stranger will become your friend. You only know that all of your friends once were strangers. Friendship just happens. A stranger just becomes a friend. Friendship is impossible to predict or explain. A friend is not like your lost car keys. You don't find a friend. You don't make a friend. You don't choose a friend. Soulmates just happen. Be in charge of your own freedom. Freedom doesn't depend on other people, but on yourself. Freedom is the result of personal relationships. You choose them, don't let them choose you. At first, be content with a little. No relationship worth having is easily done. Cultivate one good friend at a time. One friend who makes you feel calm and peaceful. One friend who makes you feel significant and valued. One friend who empathizes with your challenges and helps you solve your problems. One friend who listens when you need to speak and speaks when you need to listen. One friend who is happy when you're happy and sad when you're sad, who laughs with you and weeps with you. Five friends who care for you and help you work toward a better life Five friends who understand what you mean, know how you feel, and finish your sentences. Friendship is like dirt. It helps you grow. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Corey, The Laughing Philosopher. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I've devoted my professional life to the intersection of sociology and philosophy, where the contemporary problems of life meet the ideas and convictions of the greatest human minds. Join me by subscribing to The Laughing Philosopher as we use reason and wisdom to explore big answers to the most important of all big questions, how to live.